Hey folks, welcome to the Am I Called podcast. This is Stephen Altrogi, and we're here with another episode of Calling Questions in which Dave Harvey answers uh, questions that men might have as they consider the possibility of pastoral ministry. And Dave, the question for today is, let's say a man comes to you, he is sensing a desire and a burden for ministry, He's eager to somehow launch into ministry, and yet he's also, at the same time, deeply committed uh, to a parachurch ministry. Um, if that, if if a guy like that came to you, what what would you say to him? How would you counsel him? Yeah, um, it's it's a good question because it's a common occurrence. There's a, a high concentration of parachurch ministries that serve high school students, college-age students, and so many young men uh, who feel called to ministry are coming through these ministries and feel an indebtedness to these ministries. And in fact, their vision of what ministry is is, is shaped by these ministries. And in fact, I can relate to that. I, I, uh, that was my story. I was converted uh, into a campus ministry and my first two years as a new believer was primarily shaped by a, a parachurch vision. In fact, I remember there that the relationship between my local church and the parachurch ministry that I was a part of was very strained because of some of these these very issues. So it's a it's it's a real question. Um, so if I were counseling him, I think I think I would encourage him to do a biblical study on ecclesiology. Ecclesiology is simply the study of the church. And uh, one of the reasons why I would want to get him studying the church is, is, is not only to get him into the Word of God, but recognizing that ecclesiology in the New Testament is, is self-attesting. In other words, there's a sense where when you direct somebody to the Word of God, that the Word then directs them to the church and they can begin to develop convictions about the church. I, I think it's really unwise, unhelpful, and ultimately less effective to, to kind of launch a frontal assault uh, against uh, parachurch ministries. I think it's better and wiser just to cast a vision, a glorious vision of the glory of God and his purposes in the local church. So... Um, I think there's good material that we could we could put him onto. You could get him uh, De Young's book on the church. Uh, put him on the Nine Marks uh, Ministry website. Um, I, I think another thing is that we have to train guys on how to think wisely about parachurch ministries because I don't I don't see them going away um, and. Uh, you know, I'm a pastor of a local church and deeply committed to the local church, but last last Thursday I was at a banquet for a local crisis pregnancy center. Um, tomorrow I'm hopping on a jet to, to fly to a conference to be part of a conference put on by a parachurch ministry where I serve on the board. And, uh, you know, honestly, I did, I did pass through a phase of my ministry early on where I thought it was important to discourage parachurch involvement. But over time, I've seen that these ministries, 
that some of them really were serving the local church, and I have observed a, a kind of fruitfulness over the years that's made me want to reconsider how I thought about that earlier. But I, I still want to work with uh, a guy to think wisely about parachurch ministries and to recognize that the, the best parachurch ministries, I think, are those that are, are self-conscious about their um, t- tenuous legitimacy. I, I remember Dave Powelson, who is the president of uh, Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation, said that uh, we have to recognize parachurch ministries are barely legitimate. And so I, I, I think it's helpful when they don't try to become the church or replace the church. They recognize that the church is the prominent um, organization and organism in Scripture for ministry. I, I think the best parachurch ministries are those that really do serve the local church. In other words, it's not just you know an obligatory head nod in their bylaws before they create an alternative church that draws people away from the local church or distracts people from the local church. So um, I, I think it's the best parachurch ministries are those that are going to require church involvement as a prerequisite for parachurch involvement so that they themselves are throwing the accent over the local church. They're, they want their participants in the parachurch ministry to have a pastor um, to, to be vitally connected to a local church. Um, I think that, and I'm just thinking about things that, that, things that we would want to say to train men to discern the place of the parachurch. Um, and I think another one that comes to mind is that the best parachurch ministries are those that are doing really what the church can't do. So, uh, you know, I think of seminaries, many of them operating in partnerships with denominational churches or local churches, and, and they're, they're training scholars. And it's hard for the local church to have the kind of technical expertise to be able to reproduce scholarship and scholars, or I should say scholars, that are ultimately going to be helping to protect the integrity of the the canon for each and every generation. I think of, of Wycliffe, you know, Bible translation, you know, who, who could do that? Um, so that those are areas, that, I mean, even the C- CPCs I was talking about earlier, you know, they're, they're intercepting pregnant women who are probably not going to be walking into church offices with their problems, with their crisis pregnancy, and yet they're, they're able to come to these these ministries. So, you know, I think it's the best pair of churches are, are doing what the church can't do, or they're helping the church do what the church should do. So, you know, I, I, I think that as pastors, we have to be patient with men that are, are in, parachur- in the parachurch world, um, recognizing that many, I'm just for myself, I remember, you know, my life being changed by an experience in this parachurch ministry and that and so i I don't think any anybody would have won me by attacking that experience i I think we have to recognize that guys are being affected guys are being shaped and that we can 
win them by appreciating the work that God is doing through these ministries and then casting a glorious vision uh, of God's glory in the local church. Excellent. Thanks for taking time to answer that question, Dave. For more free resources regarding pastoral calling and issues of pastoral leadership, visit amicalled.com.